up, everybody? It's Hollywood Unlocked with Jason Lee, and I'm Jason Lee. I'm Blue Toulousma. Hey, hey, it's DJ Damage. You know, Blue, you you should do a song. I can hear you on a record, almost like <laughs> what does Kylie Jenner say? Blue Toulousma. Oh, rise and shine. <laughs> you could do, you know, the way you say your name, it could be its own song or or an alert. You know what I mean? I am West Indian, okay? And people in the Caribbean and Latin America, we sing stuff. So this is a cultural thing. I can't help it. I'm sorry. No, I'm it's, it, no, it's, lo- no it's lovely. Like that should, that, if you can please just send that to Adam uh, for me to put that as your ringtone when you call. Uh, can you and imagine? If it too, well, I can imagine if it does too much too early in the morning, I'm be like, girl, stop, stop talking. Like what's going on? I like damages intro okay. though. DJ Damage. I feel like that's I just like, yeah, what's good? It's simple. What's up? It's DJ Damage. Like, Blue Toulousma. It's like she does it with a feeling. Toulousma. All we need after after Damage's thing is, and then, like, get right into the show. All right, so listen, if you are watching the show, we're going to start by saying thank you. We're thankful that you watched the show. Uh, We want to make sure that you're not only watching on YouTube, but that you're streaming on iTunes, iHeart, Google Play, and Spotify, everywhere that we're streaming. Because that really matters. And also, give us a rating of five stars if you don't mind. It's been a long time since I asked you for that. But since it's the holidays and I'm thankful and I want you to give me some, give me that. Uh, So let's get into it. What have you guys been doing uh, over the week? What have you been doing? Being safe from COVID, Jason. Successfully cohibiting spaces with people and not breaking the COVID guidelines. That is what I've been doing. And you should do it too. That was a great PSA, Damage. I have been I mean catching- I, I mean I've been I've been doing it for the most part. I will say <laughs> I will say yesterday marked marked my fourth day in a row of smoking hookah. And I did have a moment where I said, All right now, I, I gotta I gotta get this together. I gotta be a little bit more responsible. Cause it's not just the me blowing it, it's everybody. Everybody around me was blowing. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, yo, if I'm blowing you and you're blowing me, one of us Whoa. is destined to catch something. Whoa. You know what I mean? smoke yeah so i'm gonna share a quick story someone who i am very close to and who i love dearly um actually hit me up this morning and said that he had thrown a gathering where everybody got tested and it still ended up being a super spreader event mm. and that they all got it and that he was like very sick so I'm just oh, gonna say, this, this that, what disease, kind of dark story was that? I'm no, just saying, disease, Jason. No, this disease reminds me of when I was growing up. There was a movie called The Blob, and it was about this thing <laughs> that kept growing and growing, and it came out of nowhere and killed everybody. And it's yep. just like it's this it's this um, killer that you can't see. You don't know who's catching it or who's got it. You don't know if you're going to get it or not get it. I mean, I'm very safe. I go out. I I wear masks. But I really don't understand, like, restaurants that are open, although they're closing now, at least here in L.A., I don't understand the rationale that when you go out, you have to stay seated at your table because you can only catch COVID if you walk around. (laughs) And that you can catch it only before midnight. Uh, so everything has to close early, and um, you can take your mask off when you sit down. COVID don't come down here; it's only up here. Like I don't understand what's happening. Well, let's, the know? midnight thing makes sense to me, though, because let's be honest: we touch things more late at night. 
I don't know about y'all, but I, I touch things a lot more after 10 p.m. than I do before 10 p.m. So but the time now thing that we're actually all, makes sense to me. But now that we're all hyper aware and we're actually like, I jump in my car, I grab the steering wheel, I get out the door, I go and smoke hookah, then I'm going to the restroom, I wash my hands. Do I wash them for 20 seconds with hot, or two minutes with hot water and soap, antibacterial soap? Am I using, you know, the, 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 um, what is that, what is that stuff you put on your hands? Anti, not the, anti, what is it? Hand sanitizer? sanitizer. You know, so it's like all those things. And I caught myself one day last week. I got really tired and I just rubbed my eye and I go, Ooh. just caught COVID. Just caught all COVID. All in the eye. All in the all eye. All in the eye. All in the eye. As soon as I rubbed my eye, I got depressed inside because I felt like I broke the rule that leads you, you to the COVID uh, cemetery, you know? I've been yeah, having I'm a not- hard time with the handshakes. Like, you know, you meet some people, they want to shake your hand, and I'm like, don't touch anything until you wash it. And then you wash your hand, and you go meet another person, and oh, you want to and touch your back, and you be touching me with all the daps. I don't like that. So I'm I'm walking around, I'm giving these out. Everybody getting a fresh elbow, because I don't like the, the handshaking situation. I can't wash my, well, it, my hands it, 15 it, times. I, I, I miss hugging wait, one of the, wait, one of the homies is touching all on your back like that. That nigga might be trying to get a, send a whole different Correct. type of message. But I will tell you, if you think about it like this, Damage, I'm going to give you something that's going to automatically make you pull out, pull back from a friend Ooh. who tries to Ooh. shake your hand. Are you ready? <laughs> think about Not it like this. When they, stick, when they stick their hand out, uh-huh. In your mind, think about it like your friend just pulled his dick out. Now oh. you're always gonna jump back. You're gonna always that's jump back now, me, damage. Jason. I promise Jason, you. That's not gonna help me. That's not gonna help me, Jason. Well, y- you might just fall into it. That's I'm not gonna help anybody, Jason. It's not gonna help anyone. It's not gonna, <laughs> gonna help me in blue. It ain't gonna help me in blue, but it'll help yeah, you. Yeah, me and Jason are on the same team here. But like, no, I think damage. I think you think of a, of a penis in your face might help you pull back. I I don't oh, want to think about sure. any penis anything in my face i don't want to think about a man's hand in my i'm cool i'm good think about think about it like a saggy vagina because by the way i have to send a shout out to my girl akbar i gotta send out to my girl akbar i love akbar so much i you know i don't know her personally we've talked a lot on the phone and through uh lives and you know emails and text messages and all that but i really do like her on the show we had talked about her live where she talked about the yeast fairy coming and the damn, well, I say yeast because we're going to be baking bread during Thanksgiving. Just bear with yeah. me. I'm going to connect it all to today's show. But we mm-hmm. talked about the yeast fairy and we talked about uh, her, the saggy vagina. Well, I went live with her because the fans were tagging her in the clip. And she, I think she was upset initially, but she understand. I understand now that she was telling the story about the surgery that she had that like I had uh, where she had to go and get her body redone, tummy tucks and reshaping her vagina and stuff like that. And that as a result, she had caught yeast. So it was in response oh. to a medical situation. And so, okay. Akbar, I'm my bad for making a joke out of it. I still want to know how they pulled your pussy up, though. She's coming on the show after Sorry, the holiday because we don't, we don't want to be thinking about saggy vagina and turkey at the same time. But we are definitely going to have you here so you could talk about it. And if you want to bring photos and stuff, please don't. But please come on the show. <laughs> <laughs> please don't bring photos of anything. Yeah. I plead the fifth so, on that one. So Blue, you just moved. How has been the moving experience? Okay, True. I'm gonna figure I'm gonna figure out how to say this in a way that's not racially insensitive. So nah, moving- I, 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 hold on, hold on, hold on. We don't have a disclaimer to pop up here like a gagging, but let me just say this. The views expressed by my co-hosts don't got nothing to do with me. And if they piss you off, please keep coming back for me. Go ahead. Technically, as an Afro-Latina, I can talk about my own people. Uh, don't think about that. Uh, uh, just, just, uh, just, uh, just put a little of that. 
Just pull a little of that Latina uh, uh, slang on your words so that way people can stay with the theme. But I'm wearing hoop earrings, okay? I'm Latina enough right now. So um, I tried to get a moving company from, you know, like a reputable, like a white person would do, just to be clear. And the price was egregious. And she about, I to tell ended a home, she about to tell she about to tell a Home Depot story. I know it. So the price was egregious. And so um, my friend and I are going to be hitting up Home Depot uh <laughs> Tomorrow Smart. or Wednesday to find some of my countrymen to get in the back of a truck. <laughs> my countrymen. I mean, I love I you. Vito La as- I love y'all so much. I don't know what she said, but the shade was thick. You know, here's the deal. The fact is you're stimulating the economy, right? Exactly. By helping That's people right. That's right. Who are standing outside all day with smog and other people with COVID and bringing them into exactly. your house. You're doing a great job. I'm helping the community and also saving thousands of dollars that I would not be paying the other estimate that I got. And also too, my, my new I'm feeding families and also my new place is very nice, but it has a lot of windows. And so I'm also nervous about getting curtains because right now everybody on the street can see me and I don't like wearing clothes in the house. And so I'm still having to wrap my brain around having that many windows. So yeah, it's a lot happening right now, guys. It's a lot happening right now. If you don't wear clothes when you walk around your house, you absolutely should have curtains, right? My mom did actually didn't have curtains in our house, and we had a lot of windows because I grew up with a West Indian mother who doesn't believe in clothes. So I grew up in a house where we didn't have curtains, but I'm going to break that generational curse and act like I have sense. Or you can just have name. the whole neighborhood peeking in. It's all up to what you want to do. You know, the whole my mom was really popular. In. My mother was very popular I mean, in our neighborhood. I mean, if you're walking around the house nude while you have the drivers to come help move your furniture arriving, you might get a discount. That's I'm not above that actually. I'm not above I'm not ashamed. And also too, my old house was next to a gas station. So she literally anybody who would get gas would see my mother full frontal <laughs> all throughout my childhood. So yeah, I might keep that tradition alive. Well, like listen, that, right that that's not necessarily a bad thing. I don't have any curtains in my house. Well, oh. I do in my room. I do in my room because I like to sleep. I, I can't sleep unless my room is completely pitch black. I'm just mm. one of those people that I have to live in, you know, complete blackness in order to get a good night's sleep. So my room does have curtains, but my bathroom and every other room in the house has no curtains. So Pitch black, Jason? That sounds like Dracula. That's scary. I need like a candle no, or something. I, yeah. No, I live no, the same no way, man. No light. Pitch no, black. No light. Not, when I tell no you no light, light, not even... Not even the screen on my alarm pad can be up. I have to turn that over. It has to be pitch black. It has to be Sergi Baca in my room for me to sleep. Well, I like I like I, I like that description. That's a good description. Um, no, oh, I now. literally oh, oh. every night at sunset I like candles. Every single night at sunset, so I can't do pitch black. Sorry. Yeah, but that probably you know also includes you sitting over there going Namiarenge Kyo and all that other shit. But <gasps> that's exactly you know, what was how that, we Jason. No, he Jason, said, right, that? I'm proud of you. Uh, that Wait, was the Lotus shout Sutra. Out to, shout out to Sergi Baca, who is a goddamn lie. You know, I love you, Sergi. You're one of my favorite people in the world. But you, t- I called you and asked you if you were coming to L.A. And you told me, nah, no, no, bro. No, bro. I would let you know, bro. And then you flew your ass to Mexico to go see Juanita. And then the whole announcement came out that you're coming to the Clippers. So first, I want to say congratulations that you're coming to L.A. Hey, because I'm yes. so happy that you're going to be here. Uh, oh, congratulations. I, I, he's one of my favorite people. And then him and Kawhi being back together now, that's, that's going to be fire. interesting to see. Uh, so LeBron and LeBron and that bad taper he got going to have a big problem on his hands, head, hands, hands this season. 
Uh, but shout out to Serge, man. He's a good guy. Uh, but yes, you a whole definitely ass lot. shout out to Serge. Can he come on the show? Can that happen? Please? Him and him gray sweatpants. Absolutely. He's he been on here. He can come back anytime. Actually, you know, what he might do is maybe what we can do is Serge has a show called How Hungry Are You, where he mm-hmm. cooks food since we're in the spirit of he Thanksgiving cooks? now. Where he cooks ma- like maggots and worms and weird oh. crickets and shit like that. But he doesn't tell you what he's going to cook until he serves it to you. So maybe what we could do is merge his show and our show okay. and have him cook something for us. That'd be fire. I'm down to eat some snake. Okay. He's fine, so I'll just say yes because of that, but he lost me at maggots, though. Well, Serge, no, if he's in the room, I got no problem swallowing anything. All right, okay, <gasps> listen. So it is thank- It is Thanksgiving. It is Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> it is Thanksgiving. So uh-huh. what are your what what are your plans for Thanksgiving damage in blue? Because I have oh I'm going to Vegas uh, with Floyd and the money. Team. Who goes to Ve- uh, wait? So you it is wait. <laughs> who goes to Vegas for Thanksgiving? Slow down. With Floyd Mayweather, what kind of flex is that? And now we're supposed to answer after that, Jason. This is a setup. But how ghetto is this? I didn't get invited. I called him like, yo, I'm coming because <laughs> I heard he hired a chef. <laughs> <laughs> I heard. Oh, I hope I got COVID. Oh. <laughs> Oh. Anyway, sorry. I think there was a little bit of hookah left over from last night. Listen, so I heard he, I, I heard that he had hired a chef. So they were like, you should call and like hint that you're hungry and see if he invites you. I was like, I'm not going to call like a 50 cent a day kid. Fuck that. I'm just going to call him and be like, nigga, I'm coming through. So I just called him and said, I'm coming. And he said, sure. So me and my friend are going and we're going to, uh, I don't know what we're, I ain't going to be able to eat that much, but at least be around people, you know? What yeah, kind of so friend? I'm gonna do the same thing Jason's doing. I'm gonna call up. I'm just gonna go. We are gonna go over there, go to Vegas mm-hmm. with you, and um, get mm-hmm. some food with Floyd. Because I mean, we did it last year, gonna, you know what I mean. So I'm gonna just pull up with you. You're not gonna spend Thanksgiving with Evelyn Lozada. Why would I do that? <gasps> I mean, you guys are friends. Yeah, good friends. Great friends. <laughs> well, so anyway, about, about us going to Vegas, Jason. Thank you. Thank you. About us going to Vegas. So what time are we leaving? Are we how are we getting there? Oh man. Um, you should meet me there on Friday. I'm leaving Wednesday. Because <laughs> it, it damaged, it would be rude for me to invite myself and then just invite other people too, you know? I'm coming anyway. How's that any ruder than you inviting yourself, period? <laughs> I sure did. I sure did. Blue, what are you doing for Thanksgiving? So I'm going to be moving for the first half of the day. And then the second half, I'm going to be hopping from house to house with, with Tupperware, just collecting different plates from different people. I have a homegirl who has a, a very big house. It's very, very big. Um, her family works with Rock Nation. How, it shows. How, how, how big is it? Too big for me, actually. I've gotten lost at her house a couple of times. I can't um, play this game with you all day. <laughs> I know. It's too big for me. I can't play me. this game Barely all day. Thinking. I'm talking about the house. Get your mind it's out the gutter. It's Thanksgiving. No, literally, when we call her, that we hear an echo, and we have to tell her, go in the closet, because the echo in your house is too much. Like, I want to have those kind of problems someday. So I'm going to go to her house and pretend I'm rich. That's how I'm going to spend mm. Thanksgiving. Okay. Well, that's what I'm going to do in Vegas. <laughs> True. Walk around and get lost in that bitch. All right, what about you, Damage? Nah, my mom's here from out of town, so we're going to be uh, doing exactly what Blue's doing. So I'm going to have my Tupperware ready. Uh, I got some extra aluminum foil I just got from the dollar store. 
I'm content. I got everything you need to go house to house and be that guy. I'm gonna be a professional. I mean, how what else can we do? You gotta be black. We out here in LA. If you having a Thanksgiving, I'll be there. I'm gonna be like Santa going house to house, picking up gifts. Well, I will be having uh, Christmas here at my house this year, so you guys are more than welcome to come over. Can we come uh, to I, that I one? Wanted, Is that yes, a real I wanted, Yes, I wanted to have Thanksgiving here at my house, but you know my furniture is is slowly moving in. I don't look like I live at a trap house anymore. I've upgraded to uh, a, to a, to a, uh, what's the house when you get out of jail? Halfway house. Halfway house. house. Yeah, yeah. Halfway I got I'm, I got a halfway house now, so well, I'm halfway there. But uh, yeah, definitely Christmas. So I want to ask you guys a question because going home for me has always been interesting. Anytime that I'm around my family, there's always that one family member that says some shit at the table that they shouldn't say. And so I wanted to ask you, what are some of the things that you think shouldn't be discussed at the Thanksgiving table? Now, I will tell you uh, one thing that I hate is when uh, my cousin's wife, Linda... She used to be really oh. fat, and since she she had the different surgery than I had, and so she looks like a pop balloon. But I've never really liked her anyway because she's just a messy bitch. And she would always ask me, like, you know, one day one day at the Thanksgiving dinner, she's like, "Yeah, we all got our families here, Jason. Where your boo at?" I'm like, "Uh, my boo's just not here." And so she's like, "You ain't got no girlfriend because you ain't never brought one around." And I'm like, "No, I don't have a girlfriend." What I wanted to turn around says. I wanted to turn around and say, no, but I got a nigga with a big ass dick, though, and I was going to bring him, but I thought we had enough meat already at the table, so I left that nigga in the car. But I didn't do it. But my point is, I think that one thing I hate sitting around the Thanksgiving table is people wanting to be in each other's business. Be thankful for what you got. Don't worry about what everybody else got going on. What about y'all? Wow, it's hard to follow that up. Uh, I actually agree. I do not get... I'm trying to think about all the meat on? at the table. It's a lot of meat at the table. No, I actually agree. Um, you guys know I'm pansexual. And so I've only ever brought one person home. Um, and it was a trans man. Um, and my mom kept on using the wrong pronouns. So the, she was like, that looks like a girl. Like, it was very inappropriate. Um, and so that was awkward. And and as we're sitting at the table, I haven't really come out to my family. They just know that I bring interesting looking people home for the holidays. And my mother made a comment about gay people at the table. And I don't know what happened to me, but I got upset and I started cussing her out and I flipped the table with all the food and called no, her didn't. a raging homophobe. You wait, wait you God. ruined Thanksgiving? I feel no, like her she mother, ruined Thanksgiving. No, her mother ruined Thanksgiving and with her she bigotry. ended it. So, yes. And so I had never, my mother has never said anything fat phobic, anything uh, homophobic. She's never said anything that is phobic ever. And so I was just so embarrassed and stunned that she had that moment that I snapped and I blacked out. I said some things I shouldn't have. Some turkey went flying. Some rice and beans went flying. Thanksgiving was over. We haven't done Thanksgiving since. However, Mm. she's a lot kinder to the gay community (laughs) as a result of me flipping tables. So, yeah. Well, First and last I mean, thing let's, listen, uh, yeah, I, you know, I, that, that like for me, my family has always wanted to know who I'm dating. If you watch this show, 
Well, first off, you've watched the show for the first two years. You know a lot of people that I've dated because they're in the background on many of those shows. But it's typically <gasps> a weekend a weekend date or a monthly thing. It's not like, you know what I mean? It's like Netflix. What kind of subscription you know, service month, you got going every, on? Every, every month you just renew it. And some one month you may not cut it off because you, you can't afford the bill. You know what I mean? But Dick of the month, I will say yes. like... My family used to be uh, very nosy about you know who I was dating and why you know everybody family. That's everybody. Is that everybody's family? family? Look, you go to Thanksgiving. One thing that people do in your family is ask you about the person that you brought last year. It's like whatever happened to they not here? What you think? That's what happened. Why do you keep they not here? I really like like them. Shit, I did too. They not here. (laughs) Like shit, shit got reckless, got too loose. I had to cut them. You know what I mean? They just yeah. can't go. They can't transition with you. They always wonder what happened to the last. They're gone. I really like that person. Who My cares? uncle is speak, shady. Wait, wait. He speaking always of, says of tra- you can't keep friends. Speaking of, speaking of trans, speaking of transition, Blue. What happened to your friend that you brought to dinner that day? Um, he proper pronouns. He ended up being um an uck boy, and uh cheated on me. Uh, allegedly. I had a dream that he cheated on me. He denies it, but I believe my dream. And uh, we broke up. You know how you could have got him back, though, mm-hmm. acting up? What? You could have walked up to his face and said, you a bitch. Oh. That is, Jason, I would not say that to any man, trans or cis. I will say, though, and this is something that I'm not proud of, he had a wild streak, and so we ended up having sex on the front porch um, of the house after the Thanksgiving a melee. (laughs) (laughs) So have you guys ever had coitus or a sexual congress at a family event? I don't even know what coitus I don't even know coitus is. Coit is the people that come and clean up my couches and my rugs. I don't know. No. No. Not at at a family event. Like, how did you pull that off? We did it on the front porch, and we're on a main street next to the gas station, and there were cars whizzing by. It was like yeah, his, you, his kink was was having sex yeah. in public places. Yeah, you're going to go to jail, um, and if you're close to a school, you're going to be like, you know, the you're going to be labeled the sex offender. You know, no, I just we were across the street from a nursing home. It, we were actually across the street from a nursing home. So it was um, like cool, wrong me, age you can't be Very fucking nursing homes. You will kill those people. Those people haven't no, seen a for years. You might give Wait. them more life. I think we did. I think we did. Can we please stop talking about sex on this show? I don't even know how it happens. It just naturally. You, Jason. You, you. Jason. You. You. (laughs) You. We learned it from you, Jason. Damn it! So, what's one of the things that we should never talk about at the uh, at the uh, Thanksgiving table? Sex, Jason. That's one thing. (laughs) It's always a grandma. It's like. I love grandmoms because they get to a point where they just have no filter and they bring up all the stuff that they don't like you never want to talk about. So are you having sex? I know you had a problem last year getting it up. Like they just be bringing out stuff that <laughs> like why does grandma bring, know that though? Cuz grandma will bring up the gossip right to your face cuz grandma just want to cut to the, how's everything going with the situation you had in bed? Is everything okay? Did they give you what I told them they should give you? It's a prescription that you can get. You're like, Grandma, what the fuck? Wow. <laughs> Listen, my lot. grandmother, my grandmother, may she rest in peace. Her name was Maybell Tanner. She's from Mississippi. She had 15 kids. Aww. I will never forget when she had cataracts and she got her eyes done. And one day I walked in her house and she said, 
boy, you so cute. I didn't know you was that cute. I said, thank you, grandma. She said, and all these cute friends I've been hearing that you have all the time. She And I said, okay, well, grandma, she said, I just got my eyes done. I said, okay, well, thank you, grandma. And then when I walked the room, she was like, where's his girlfriend? I'm like, grandma, why are you talking about, like, you basically just said the nigga gay. You know what I mean? But one thing, like you said about grandmas, they have no filter. You know, another thing I hate is when people sit around the Thanksgiving table and start showing baby pictures of their grandkids or their or their kids because they want us all to validate how cute they know they ain't. I'm not, I don't want to look at baby pictures because if you show me, and, and I think most babies are ugly. If you show me your baby and it's ugly, I'm going to tell you, that ain't the cutest thing I've seen today. Most babies are not ugly. And Jake, then it's not just lot. any babies. It's babies in your family. This is your little cousin. Right. You know what I'm saying? It's not just, oh, random baby pictures. It's like, look <laughs> at the new addition to our family. You don't like that? Baby, baby kids. Okay. I, I, I wish people, y'all look at me and go, he's so distinguished and polished and classy. <laughs> I don't know that's, what you that's exactly what I was thinking right before this show. I know. Oh, trust me, I get it. I get it from everybody. Listen, if you come to my family's house and you see how ratchet my family is and the kids, I mean, half of them got snot on their faces, you know, sticky stuck sucker sticking stuck in their hair. No, not maybe not that bad. But you know, like they they some straight baby kids. And, you know, I love them to death from a distance, but I don't want to sit and look at pictures of you know, kids from the girl you cheated on your wife with to tell you in front of your wife how cute the baby is. Like, no, I'm not doing that. That is a big thing in West Indian cultures. A lot of times at Thanksgiving, I'll meet family members that illegitimately happen. Like I have an uncle who every holiday we're together, there's a son that pops up who's like 13 while he was married. <laughs> so so that's like, that's awkward Welcome for us and our family. family. Yeah, my family's not is not ratchet. We're just hoey. That's and that's when grandmom so, starts so. screaming. I know he ain't really a part of the family, but we gonna welcome him anyway. Like, that's damn, grandma. Yeah. But you know how does. black grandmas do it. They don't do it like in passing. They do it in prayer. Okay, everybody, bow your heads. Father God, thank you for this <laughs> this food that we're about to receive and the nourishment of body Christ. And thank you for bringing the whole family to you. Even that bitch that my grandson found at the club, you were like, Grandma, for real, that you did not see that in the scripture. You did not need to put that in Thanksgiving prayer. Yeah. That's yeah. it. Family is amazing. Now, my Aunt Pat, she did, because, you know, we do the whole house hopping thing like you were talking about damage, and we used to go from house to house to house. So my grandmother's house... Is across the street from my aunt's house. So we would start at grandma's, then we would go to my aunt's house, right? So my aunt is like the elder aunt in the family. She's like, you know, the aunt with all the money and the class and the prestige, or whatever. All her grandkids go to prison though, but that's all the thing. Anyway, so in the middle of prayer, we had house hopped and I'm sitting there with my hungry ass because she makes this coconut cake, this coconut cream cake that's so fucking fire from scratch, right? So I go over there to get the cake. So we're saying a prayer and we're holding hands. She's like, Thank you, God, for this food and my family and, you know, bringing us through, Lord. And thank you for all the house hop, the house hoppers who only came here to eat the cake. Lord, we, now, everybody in the room had been there all day, so they knew she was talking about me. So I literally left. I left without eating the cake, but I was so upset because I really, really wanted the cake. No, you still got to take a piece. You got to take a souvenir. I love that we're talking about food now. Like I, I want us to talk about food for the Thanksgiving episode because I already know that Jason likes canned cranberry sauce, Ew. which is oh. very bizarre to me. Now, now before the new stomach, I used to eat a whole can of cranberry sauce by itself. Ugh. 
Um, let's talk about the foods that everyone secretly hates. And I, I can say that I don't like everybody's macaroni and cheese. I don't think that everybody knows how to make macaroni and cheese. Absolutely. And I think if you don't know, if you don't know how to make it the, the way that our, our grandmothers make it, you should not make it. To me, I feel like that's my time to become a food critic. Like when I'm going on my house hopping tour, I take my container and I really sample everybody's mac and cheese and I don't eat it there. I get home and I heat them up one by one and taste the texture. I look at the presentation. That's the first time in my life I become a food critic when it comes to the mac and cheese. I'm like, well, how many cheeses were there? How are you? Food, how are you a food critic of free food, though? Free food. That's the time not it's, to be, actually. That's how serious the mac and cheese is on Thanksgiving. You got to become a food critic. Everybody make the mac and cheese different. Some mac and cheese will surprise you. Sometimes that little creamy, nasty mac and cheese could be good. They put a little spice to it. I had some. And why, I, do, black, and why do black people make sweet potato, I mean, make pumpkin pie? Can you tell me that? Who, uh, who made that? No. Black, no who made black, sweet potato pie. Not, black people should not be making... Pumpkin pie. You make sweet potato pie, right? Where did where, yeah. where did they make this at, Jason? We need to. This is um, fake news. Damage. damage. They make it. What do you mean? Where they make it at? I go to some of my aunt's houses. I'm like, oh, can I have some sweet potato pie? They're like, oh, baby, that's pumpkin pie. You were you were raised in Mississippi, baby. You know damn well you didn't make no pumpkin pie. You made sweet potato yeah. pie. Now when I go to my white family house. It's all pumpkin pies. It's sitting near the pumpkin exhibition. You know what I mean? It's laid out. <laughs> That's very white. That's very white. Very white. Very. I think my food is actually, I'm very critical of potato salad because if it is runny, if the potato salad looks like it's already trying to go to the bathroom by itself, I'm probably not going to consume it. Um, if there's anything weird and bumpy and wrong colored in there, I'm not going to consume it. A lot of Haitians make pink potato salad, which is something I had to get my mind around. Um, it's good though. Pink potato salad is actually good, but yeah, potato salad is, is actually the thing that I'm very funny about because the thought of you not washing your hands and getting in there with all the ingredients, it grosses me out. I have to really trust you to eat your potato salad. I don't mess with none of the salads, not the, the potato salad, not macaroni salad, any kind of salad. I just really? leave that. Anything, yeah, anything with mayonnaise mixed into it, I leave that alone because somebody's going to mess that up. It'd be hot in there. Yeah, I don't like heating mayonnaise together. Mm-mm. That's why yeah. you got, well, first of all, you got to eat it with Miracle Whip, and then you have to ew. have sweet relish in there, ew. and then you have to put it in the refrigerator. Oh, no, ew, nothing. My potato salad Jason, you're never, you're never making potato salad. For Christmas, hire somebody else to do that part. Uh, first of all, I know how to cook, clearly, but I can't eat potatoes right now because, you know, my new stomach, so I'm not even eating potato salad. But if I wanted to, I could throw it down. So who's cooking You know how to cook Christmas this whole dinner? time? Yeah, who's cooking your Christmas dinner, Jason, if you're not cooking it? Who's cooking it? Bernice Burgo says she's going to come over and cook. Oh, so when was this Christmas oh, no, party? No, no, no. Not, not, during, not during Christmas. Sorry. Oh, here at the house, um, we have friends who know how to cook and or a chef. I mean, Chef Amira, she'll probably come and cook. Specifically, she, she, you she said, what was her name? Bernice? It was some name you just, I never heard of this name. Bernice, oh, Bernice Burgo. Burgo. She's, she's going to come oh, okay. over and cook. New York. I would, she sounds Daddy. lovely. I would love to come over there and just see what you guys are cooking up, what you guys she are collaborating is, on. She sounds stunning. lovely. She's is absolutely she? stunning. Mm-hmm. I've been hearing great things. I've heard great things about her as well. I no longer date women, but when I used to, I enjoyed her visually. <laughs> <laughs> no, she's dope. She's dope. But uh, yeah, probably, probably, probably have Chef Amira come over and cook because I like. I don't. I mean, there's either the experience of me and all the friends get in there and cook, which is primarily me buying all the food and then handing them what they need to cook, 
uh, and then they cook uh, or uh, bring the chef in and then we can all just sit and chill and like play games and all that. But I want to make sure my house is ready to entertain because I want you know, I want to have a good time. I, I vote for the chef. I actively vote to not work on Christmas making anything and that we should get a chef. Well, Jason, I don't know how to make anything. So I'm that guy that helps tidy up as the event's going on. So when you throw your party, I'm going to be picking up plates and cups here and there. I'm just going to earn my keep that way. I'm going to eat a lot. So a lot of plates going to be mine, but you'll you'll visually in your in your peripheral see me cleaning stuff up. That's my job. You're like, look at Damage go pick up those cups. Look at him. There's a his role cups. for everybody to play. You know what I mean? So, yeah, absolutely. All right, everybody. So you know what time it is. It's time for that Hollywood hookup. All right, so everybody knows that I just went through a life-changing surgery to get my body healthier and to lose an extreme amount of weight. And so with that came the need to take vitamins and I'm so happy that I've been able to share this with Blue and Damage so that way we can tell you a lot about one of our partners that can also help you. That's right. And the partner is called Care Of. Now, I know what you're wondering. You're like, what's Care Of? It's a wellness brand that makes it easy to maintain your health goals with a customized vitamin plan that helps you feel your best today and supports you long term. So important. So uh, all care of products are formulated with a good for you, clean ingredients that are backed by science. OK, and science can be fact. Care of is super transparent about the research, the sourcing behind each one of their products. Your recommendations come in daily, individually wrapped packets that are perfect for getting back into a routine. And now what I love about it is that care of has an online quiz that you can take damage. Did you take your quiz yet? I took my quiz. Now, the quiz is super in-depth. It's five minutes, um, and you ask all the questions about your diet, your lifestyle, your health concerns to help address your specific wellness goals. So it's very important that you take the quiz. I took it. It was quick and easy and very helpful. And I was it almost feels like you're, so I took it, and too. It almost, yeah, and it almost feels like you're getting a one-on-one -on -one experience with, uh, with the nutritionist, right? Yeah, like you can get a personally tailored approach to your unique health needs because everybody's health needs are different. So uh, follow Care Of's expert recommendations and adjust your pack at any time, okay? You can change it at any time. What you receive is totally up to you. And you know with the season changing, and I don't know about YouTube, but for me, I get sick when the seasons change. Like I've learned Same. a lot about gut health this year and a lot about you know making sure that my immune system is staying strong. And so what I love about it is that you can go ahead and take care of your immune health with, with Care Up. I've been inspired by Jason's health journey. So I am definitely someone who is going to be part of the Care Up family because I too don't want to be left behind and be the only person on set who is not uh, snatched and swole like Jason and Damage. That's right. So if you want to join the movement for 50% off your first Care Up order, go to TakeCareOf.com and enter the code UNLOCK50. That's TakeCareOf.com. Enter the code UNLOCK50. And make sure you take that quiz because for somebody like me who is pressed for time and who's running all over the place, I don't have a lot of time. So it was super convenient, easy to access. And so if it could work for me, I know it could work for you. Definitely. Bam. And that's your Hollywood that, hookup. That, that, was, that was my line. But that was your Hollywood hookup. Thanksgiving is the holiday where we look back over what we have to be thankful for, even though it is the year where they slaughtered a whole bunch of people to claim a country that's not theirs. But uh, let's just put that aside for a minute. Uh, I want to talk about what I'm thankful for this year. I want to start with saying I'm very thankful for our partners at iHeart and Fox Soul. 
for giving Hollywood Unlocked an opportunity. You know, a lot of fans and a lot of people from different countries, friends of mine have been reaching out saying how proud of me they are of seeing the growth of Hollywood Unlocked over the last five years. And when I look back over, you know, the deals that we've done, although they haven't always been perfect, you know, and our, the relationships haven't always been perfect, I think we are growing into these relationships. But more importantly, they bought into the brand. And I think for a lot of people that I've been talking to, online who are looking to start their own businesses or who have started them and are like trying to figure it out. You know, I really have, I haven't been uh, outside the work. I so lived in it the last five years that I haven't really acknowledged how much work we've done. And so when I think about what we've achieved with Fox Soul and with iHeart, I just want to say I'm very thankful for that. And I'm also thankful for all of you who show up to watch this show every week, um, who show up twice a week, who message us or tweet us or Instagram us or DM us because, you know, it lets us know that our work matters. And even though sometimes you get mad at us, we do appreciate that. And shout out to the Gag Nation who shows up for Gagging with Jason Lee every week. You know, that show is pure recklessness, but it is such my heart right now because it is the outlet to do and say things that I later go, I don't even remember saying that. So thank you for showing up <laughs> for all of us. Appreciate that. And you know, are you guys taking time now this year to think about what you're thankful for? Very thankful, man. First of all, I'm thankful for the whole Hollywood Unlocked team, starting with you, Jason, Blue, everybody behind the scenes. Thank you so much for helping us make this a masterpiece. Of course, I'm thankful for having a ha healthy family. Um, I had a lot of friends lose close loved ones and friends, so I'm just thankful to have a healthy mom, a healthy son. And I'm really just happy to be here, and I can't wait to see. You know what? Hold up. Scratch all that. I'm happy that we got a new damn president, too. I'm very thankful for that. So Hollywood yes. Unlocked, thank you, the team, the fans, everything. But thank God we got a new president in that White House. Thankful. Yeah, that's a, that's a hard one to follow. I am, honestly, I'm thankful for organic uh, friendships and clarity that comes from that. Because I feel like this year I lost a lot of friends, not to COVID, but like to actual Clarity, right? I think the thing about COVID is it forced you to sit down and have to think about which relationships make sense and which relationships don't. I've been pleasantly surprised by who's shown up. Like, look at Jason. Jason and Ariella, one of our producers, showed up into my living room and sat on my couch. And now I'm on the show. Did not see that coming. So I'm thankful for that organic connection that happened. Damage and I have become really good friends. I feel like I've just made some really unexpected uh, friendships that have completely changed my life this year that I didn't see coming. So I'm really, really thankful for that. And I'm also thankful for all the people who got ushered out. All of you who I won't be responding to when you send me Thanksgiving texts, thank you for the time that we spent together. You have served your purpose and I wish you well. So I'm thankful and for the relationships know, that exist and the ones that are leaving. And that's the clarity that I'm thankful for every day. You know, I don't wait till Thanksgiving to really think about what I'm thankful for because I am humbled enough in all of my blessings to wake up every day and thank God, you know, for everything that he's given to me. You know, I... Grew up in a very um, interesting, with a very interesting experience that I put in my book. And um, while I thought my blessings were not uh, being prepared for me because of what I was going through, you know, later on in life, I realized that it was really preparing me to be able to stand in them. And so like you, I uh, talked on this show and talked online about, you know, asking for God to clear the path of people who no longer served a purpose in my life. And one of my friends recently said, damn, don't you miss him? I said, how can I ask God for that uh, gift and then and then be upset about it? Right. Um, I think that all of the blessings that are happening now, you know, finding you, Blue, and 
how this organically came together and damage you being a ride or die since the day you covered for, you know, one of the last co-hosts and to where we are now, you know, I think about, I think about that. There are no mistakes. There are no mistakes, right? People look at it as a L, L is a loss. I look at an L as a lesson. And the lessons that I've learned by paying attention to people is that one, don't ever put all your faith in them because then you'll be let down. And two, always be centered on who you are and your contribution and expect. Some people say don't expect. I would say expect the reciprocity because people will guilt you into believing you shouldn't expect people to treat you the way that you treat them. And I'm telling you that that's some bullshit. And uh, and be unapologetic. (laughs) And be unapologetic about the eviction process. You know, you can evict people from your life. You can watch them pack up their things. You can watch them drive down the road and you can look up and say, God, thank you for it all and move on to the next blessing waiting for you. And so for that, I I do too appreciate all the clarity that I've been able to get this year because COVID really was a blessing in disguise for a lot of us that it sat us down and made us take stock of our life. It made us work harder. It made us think about uh, emotional growth in our health and our and our spiritual awareness. And so, um, yeah, for that, I, I too, like you, Blue, I'm very thankful. I love that you said reciprocity. I love that word. And to your Give point, thanks. people think of reciprocity when it comes to good things. Reciprocity is also you treating people the way they treat you and letting them get a taste of that. Sometimes you need some of that karmic justice. And so I love that we're talking about both sides of reciprocity. And I love that we all came together. Look at this dream yeah, team this. on Fox. Dream Soul. team. Five days Listen, a week put, soon. I put this on Instagram the other day. It said, be humble, be kind, but drag a motherfucker if they cross the line. And I oh, meant every word of that. Riddle. Because, okay, Kendrick. Yeah, because, <laughs> because, because I think oftentimes... You know, I I know at least for myself, I've been struggling this whole weekend thinking about how people will label me, you know, and say, oh, he's this or he's that. But um, I think that I'm a just super aware human being who knows his value and knows his contribution, not only to the culture, but to the world and to entertainment and to tech. And so I demand that people show up for me the way I show up for them and show up with the value that I bring to the table. And I think as a people, we are guilted. I'm not even going to say as a people. I think people are guilted into um, not being valued for what they contribute. Now, that doesn't mean just because you wake up and you can breathe air and get in your car and go to work that you have to be valued. You have to actually be valuable. And you have to want to work on your individual value. Uh, Because if you don't do that, you can't be mad that people no longer see it, right? Um, And so... I, I know that I've had a lot of people, you know, telling me, you know, I had one person say, oh, you're difficult to work with, or one person say, oh, you're this, or you're that, or there's no space for you. And when I think about that, I think about it like God is preparing me for something bigger and I'm going to keep going and I'm going to use that as a motivational moment to surpass you and that little blessing that you denied me of. So you know, it's all a matter of perspective, but be nice, be kind. But if a motherfucker tries you, drag him for sure. Jason, this is something that you and I both have in common is that we make it very inconvenient for people to disrespect us. And when people are used to having it be convenient to roll over people and they meet someone who even if the person is right, just makes it really inconvenient for them to be played. They take that personally. But I will say this as public record. I have worked with a lot of people in this industry whose street cred and their persona on camera 
is a lot nicer than what a Jason Lee would be. And those people behind the scenes are dastardly individuals who are not very nice. Regardless of what anybody sees about you on set or on the screen, behind the scenes, you probably have one of the biggest hearts that I've ever worked with. And I need to say that to you publicly. Like people do not give you enough credit for how big your heart is. And that's something that Damage and I have talked about extensively since I've started the show. And so I just want to thank you for that because people don't realize that you really are about your people behind the scenes. And it's all, you're in on the joke. It's not just Jason Lee, the persona, you're a real person. So I, I'm really thankful uh, for that because I needed to end the year with somebody with a big heart. I've been through a lot. No, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. And you know, again, I'll also reciprocate that for you. Hey. I was recently on Clubhouse like in a whole conversation. And uh, actually, I did an interview with my friends over at Black Enterprise. And one of the questions they asked me was, you know, we find it really interesting that you hired Blue to join your show and not a video vixen or a supermodel or a celebrity. Why Blue? And I said, because I've been speaking about how Black brands and black media matters. And although she works at another publication, she's still somebody who has talent, who has, who's smart, uh, who has opinions. She's going to challenge my opinion and she's not afraid to do that. And I think that she's a reflection of our audience in terms of the things that they want to think and say to me at the table, but don't have the platform. And, you know, uh, I am, I, I also said that there wasn't anybody else that I was thinking about for the job. And, and, and I, and I will say that there are a lot of people in this business talking the talk, but they're not walking the talk. And I may not, you know, always be the most liked person. And that's okay because honestly, I find humor in being attacked and disliked and challenged uh, because that's my contribution to the show. You wouldn't, I mean, you wouldn't want to hear from me if I didn't do that. But thank right. you for that. And also I'd say thank you for both of you. And, and Damage, you know, I've, I've talked repeatedly about how loyal you've been, how committed you've been. People don't know the journey behind the show and what we've gone through. And, um, you, you know, you're always patient and you're always very understanding and flexible, which, you know, when you're building stuff, especially what we're building, a syndicated radio show, a podcast, now a, a TV show, it's not easy. You know, it's not easy. And there's a lot of non-promises that come along with this. And there's not a, uh, there's not a, a, a bag of money at the end of the rainbow shit. We didn't even see the rainbow some days, you know. Um, but also, I'll say to my team, too, behind the cameras, because we do have people who produce the show. And Adam, as you know, has been here from day one, who who shoots this show. You know, we love you, we've Adam. Been, we've been tested by the technology gods around Ooh. here. I tell you, when I, baby, when I tell you, when I walk into this production <laughs> studio... It's like my team been turned into a support group. Everybody's looking around like, just let this motherfucker just sit there. Let the shit work. And when it don't work, I see them all just like praying to the internet. But, you know, they stuck it out too. And I will tell you, it's these trials, the trials that the three of us are going to go to together and continue to build our chemistry. The trials my staff are going to go through and try to figure out how to produce a show. And the trials that all of you watching and listening at your job or at your homes or even on your way to work into your homes during the day. It's those trials that are going to really define who you are. And if you can withstand them, and you can stand in it and be great and come through it, you're going to be a better person. You're going to be a stronger person. And you're going to profit 3,000 times more than you would if you didn't have them. So I, I'm thankful for it all. Uh, and the fact that I'm going to have some good food for the holiday. Hell Amen. yeah. Hell yeah. And Damage, I didn't forget you. Damage is very insightful. And the thing that's funny about this show is that I feel like I have a big mouth. I feel like Jason has a big mouth. Um, damage is so tactful and, and lovely on camera behind the scenes. He has the cheat code. If you ever need something explained to you, you know, that, that gif of somebody trying to count and there's numbers floating all around their head. 
I've had damage on, on many occasions explain things to me slow <laughs> and make it make sense. <laughs> and so I am very grateful for you being the Kaiser Sose. That's a unusual usual suspects reference. But I, I'm really grateful for you being so insightful and so gracious to people because you peep everything and it is very helpful. Yeah, we're, we're doing something that's going to be incredible, man. We're taking over all platforms, all media spaces, television, radio, podcasting. Um, this is something that people might look at now and not understand, but we're, we're going for something bigger and I'm here for the ride. So I appreciate you, Jason, everybody that's on the team. Blue, you already know we're like family now. So I'm just excited to see what we're going to do in 2021 for real. Yeah. And, and let me add to that, that I did think this weekend because there are still times where I suffer from imposter syndrome, or I think that um, what I'm doing is not good enough, or I second guess whether or not I'm doing this right or wrong. And I'll ask, I do lean on a few people, you know, uh, you know, shout out again to Tiffany Haddish, man. You know, I'm not going to get into all our conversations, but you're a real fucking, you're a real fucking friend. And, you know, when I did the whole ranting about Viacom, I got different phone calls. I got phone calls from people who were like, yo, you're going to get canceled. Be careful. And I had to remind them, bitch, you're an employee, not me. And then uh, there were other people that called to say, man, I just love your courage. I just love how you don't give a fuck. I love how you just, you know, but that's because I know what I've been able to build and what we're building here in this part of the brand. And, and I will say that damage to your point, I don't think people realize what's been built so far. I think they see it and they're inundated with all the posts and they know there's a podcast and they see it go viral and they see it, hear it on the radio and they see it on TV. But who else did it? Who else is doing it? Who else? Who? 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 So don't tell me about what everybody else is doing and how big their shit is. TMZ started with $11 million. Breakfast Club started with iHeart massively marketing them. I ain't going to tell everybody's story, but at the end of the day, who else is doing it? So when you call me and talk about don't get canceled for standing up for yourself, nah, I built this shit, blood, sweat, tears, no money, no promise, no, but people tell me there was no space for it. People shunning me, people not investing in me, and guess what? I did it anyway. And so for that, I'm going to always be me. I'm going to always say what I want. I may not be popular on Tuesday, but I'll redeem myself by Thursday. And by Monday, you know, we'll have drank and partied and smoked hookah and COVID and made it through and be thankful for that. You forget about it and be right there gagging. So it is what it is. Uh, but yeah, damage, damage is true. You know, and also to all you motherfuckers sending subliminal messages on your Snapchats and Instagrams about how much you've, you've changed and how much you live beyond the drama and how you've risen above it all. Nah, bitch, you still mad. You still upset that you not winning. You still upset that we running a race and I'm beating you. You still upset that you can't do half of what I'm doing because your work ethic doesn't match up. So I'm not, I, I would like to say to the subliminal people, you're like the biggest coward, but you give me so much comedy to make it through my week. So thank you for that. In the words of Mariah Carey, I don't know her, so I don't even... <laughs> I don't even know who we talk about, but I co-sign because some of them is whack. Say it with your chest. No, but it's, don't say it it's at just, all. It's just, it's just, so it could be celebrity, you know, just people with the mm -hmm. subliminals. Like if I post a lot of things, a lot of memes that does, my memes don't, they don't, they don't, they're not applied to an individual. I right. post memes in response to just a sentiment that I'm expressing based on what I'm seeing online and in the world. I don't have the time to post 
a meme for three four hundred thousand people or two point two million people for for one person. Like you don't have that kind of power. So I just hope that with this holiday season, man, people are are being really thankful for the fact that they made it through COVID this year, that we did make it through the Donald Trump era, that we, you know, those of us that found self-love and self-healing, those of us like me, damage and blue, who found collaboration and community and who are leaning on each other. You know, we had a call the other day where we had to talk about how to make this the best show possible. And I love the fact (laughs) that everybody was receptive to that conversation, man. And the fact that you guys trusted me and the team to show up and and be consistent. And I just want to keep winning. So the fans, man, keep coming back because we love you. We do, we do read your comments and we know you love damage. And I know you love blue and I know you, you ladies want to fuck me, but all of that is irrelevant. Wait a minute. What comment was that? It always gets back to sex. You see, we was was going off so good. (laughs) Oh, no, I've seen it. They've been, they've been at Jason. I've seen seen it. it. Daddy Yankee, I've seen them try to turn you. Ladies, you can't turn him straight. Please stop. That is so ignorant. Leave that man alone. This is sexual harassment. So so I had a whole thought last night. I was driving home to my house, to my empty house. And I was in the car and I was saying to myself, I'm tired of driving to this empty house. So Speak now I need to, so I need to start a family. And I started calling friends on my way home and saying, do you think I should have a kid? Because yeah. I got bit by the baby bug yesterday. You and just I say you like think I- kids, little babies are ugly. You just did, didn't call them ugly, but still. Now, now you look at me. <laughs> you definitely don't think my kids going to be ugly, right? Like It takes no two, way. Jason. It takes two. And she might have some regressive genes that you were not expecting. You think I'm not going to interview her and be like, girl, I need to see your baby pictures. Because you know half the girls in LA now don't look like their baby pictures at all. Because they're two completely different people. Yeah, they're 30, but their face is only 12. Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that a lot. No, 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 no. They're 12 and their faces look 30. Oh. That part. Oh. Wait, no. That hurt uh, my feelings. <laughs> my God. So, I'm so Jason, you're going to have a wedding. We're going to have a triple wedding. Everybody on, on the on the cast is going to have a wedding and we're all going to show up and officiate for each other. It's going to be amazing. Do you think this is love and hip hop, girl? This, first of all, no. I'm not having a wedding. You don't have to have a wedding to have a kid. This is LA. Oh, I'm this from is New LA. England. I'm from New England. We usually have a wedding and then we have babies. Oh, okay. Y'all do it different now. Yeah, I'm new here. One of my homegirls, okay. home um, we were at dinner and she goes, I'll have a baby for you. And I was like, oh my God, that would be so amazing. And then she goes, but we got to do it the old fashioned way. I'm like, no. That's yes, nice. That's no, the because most- the, thing about it is, the thing about it is after you get them pumps off, she ain't going to get pregnant, which means you got to come back and do it again. I'm not into creating yeah. those kind of habits. You know what I mean? That's what I'm just saying. You Crack. know Crack, pussy, like there's just habits. There's things that I just, I'm not going to do. together. That's, that, that don't go together. That don't go together. Separate that. Wait. Open that up. Open you can't that say up. crack and then pussy, Jason. That, that is a bad yeah, list. That's not the same thing. <laughs> crack. Keep you coming back. Both keep you coming back. Exactly. I say, both get, both I, are highly no. addictive. I will say I was digmatized once and lost my house. So I will say that sex can be the same thing. I'm being so serious. How did you leave your house? I got dicked down by an unemployed basketball player and for a year uh, didn't know if I was coming or going. <laughs> I was so confused. I was paying I was going to the barber shop and paying for his haircuts and cash. I was buying him wing tips. I was so digmatized. And then I lost my house because I was putting all this yeah, it was bad, y'all. So Yo. I do agree that g- great sex is the same thing as, as a crack addiction. I actually can agree with that. 
So I was following all these college basketball players on Snapchat because I just people were sending me their profiles. And if you're cute on Snapchat, I'm gonna definitely follow you. They all got drafted in the NBA this year, and I feel I was I found myself being so proud of them. Like, yo, I was a part of this journey. <laughs> Don't do it, Jason. That's devil dick. That is devil dick. No, but I'll tell you Don't right now who's gonna get it. I'm fucking. I the minute they open up these arenas, Kelly Obre, I'm coming to Oakland, and I'm gonna be courtside at the Warriors games, and I'm gonna have your fucking jersey on. And if I see your bitch sitting courtside, she might get a drink spilled because I'm coming to get you. I'm coming what at you. What kind of groupie like shit is this, Jason? Oh, <laughs> straight groupie. Look, look, I'm gonna have a whole dirty. outfit. I'm gonna have a whole outfit. With Kelly Obrey's whole face and body down my pants and my fucking sweater. And I'm going to sit right there next to all the niggas like, sup? The views expressed by Jason Lee do not belong to I or Damage. You and need this help. is solely his opinion help. of thirst trapping. No, I don't need help. I'm trying to help y'all see how to get it. Like, in life, if you want something bad enough, you have to do the work. But if you go hard and you keep going, you're going to get it. No. Now, I'm not saying Kelly Obrey is going to bust it open. But what I'm saying is that <laughs> I, 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 I'm trying gonna... to picture Jason with the full outfit on, like courtside, stalking. You sound like Kelvin, a predator. You do. Kelvin, do me a favor. Find a manufacturer who will make me a Kelly Obre sweat and pantsuit. Oh I want his God. face and body all the way down my body. Watch. Is this really happening right now? And I'm going to do a photo shoot in it, and I'm going to <laughs> post it on my Instagram. Jason, that's not how you get a husband and a baby. That is, that is not Thank how that works. God. Oh, if Kelly Obrey, like say, for instance, I was at Ralph's, you know, pushing my, you know, shopping cart, picking up grapes and kale and all the healthy shit I eat. And all of a sudden, I bumped into Kelly Obrey, and he said, hey, bro, we should, like, hang out and, like, talk because I know you like me, but, like, I just want to be your friend. I'd be like, yeah, yeah, come down. Let's just talk about it. I I I'd act. I, I can't even talk about what I would do because I think it's borderline weird and probably to catch a predator. Yeah, <laughs> to catch a predator. <laughs> but I'll tell you who I'm attracted to. If you're a basketball junkie, um, uh, Kelly Obrey. Uh, if you're a basketball what's junkie, what's the boy from Are the you... uh, Celtics? We're not helping the you Celtics. with this, Jason. He's in the I'm not What's playing this game with you, Jason. Yeah, I'm definitely not We don't not need playing. the rundown of men that you want to start. Jason Tatum and the guy who played in the All-Star game who they robbed at the uh, slam dunk contest. Him and... Uh, you can stop now. The- Jason. Well, there's a lot of y'all out there. I'm looking at y'all, so call me. And I'm You're private, gonna be too, banned. by the way. I don't... I don't be telling people business, so call me for real. Like you might be the call from everybody's lawyers for a restraining order. (laughs) Yeah, DM me today and asked me if I would pay his attorney bill, and I was like, "Are you serious?" He was like, "Yeah." I just blocked him. Like, who are you? No. How do you decide who you're going to entertain, Jason? Considering your height and platform, like, how do you pick who's a groupie and who might be the one? Is there ever the one? Yes, I would hope so. No, there's the one for that day. There's the one for that moment. I'm at a place in my life now where I'm looking for a team. And I'm not even saying this is a joke, so please hear me out. I am saying that I'm looking for two people who want to build a very strong foundation with me. 
um, and and develop a living situation where there's a lot of compromising and a lot of coordination happening so that way I can fill you up with happiness and you can fill me up with pleasure. So how does how does one um how are you finding these people? There is a website they can apply on. <laughs> I'm on Tinder. I'm burnt out. I, I don't am, know blue. I, I, I am on Tinder. I'm very active on Tinder. I have been on Tinder dates. I'm meeting some very good people on Tinder and I'm meeting some weirdos. But right now my Tinder is currently parked in Miami. So I've been meeting a lot of Cubans today and a lot of Costa Ricans and a lot of Dominicans. Uh, But I travel the country daily uh, on a Tinder tour. How did we get here from Thanksgiving? How did we get here? Right. Are you bringing any of these guys to Thanksgiving dinner with you? No. We need to get <laughs> you married, that. Jason. Okay, so it's going to be my new goal is to get Jason Lee married. I am now stating it here that within the next two years, we're going to find a way to get Jason Lee married. If you are Please. a fan of the show and you're watching the show and you have a cousin that you think is gay or you have a friend <laughs> who you know is gay please DM me on my Instagram, send me their profile. I'll do a really quick screening. So this is the process. I do a screening of their social media. Then I have a conversation with them on Snapchat. And then I have a doctor do a health screening. And then we consummate the relationship some way. Jason, that could be a reality show. Like Jason Lee finds love. Remember like Flavor Flav? You could have like a whole reality show with like just a line of attractive men. Yeah, but the way they would produce that, they would bring midgets and stuff. And like, I'm not, I'm not about, well, I'm not with the weird shit. Little people. Little people, Jason. They're little people. Or queens with glitter and shit and fucking showing up with purses and heels. I ain't with all of that. Nah, you could be gay, but don't be that gay. And don't be that gay in my life. Sorry. But anyway, I don't know how we talked about this. Maybe we'll edit some of this out. Maybe not. Kelly O'Bray, I love you. And I want to, like, I just want to date. Call me. Wow. Happy Thanksgiving, guys. (laughs) All right. Well, listen. Happy Thanksgiving, Blue and Damage. Uh, I wish you all the best holiday season. And don't have too much fun because we got to come right back for the show. That's right. We love y'all. Love y'all. We out of here. Peace. Peace. All right, look, that was a great show. And make sure you keep coming back because we got all types of amazing interviews and topics that are going to make you go crazy. Uh huh. That's right. That means like, subscribe, do everything you need to do to make sure you stay up to date with what we got going on. And ladies, stay tuned in because you know I have your back. And listen, make sure that you're commenting below because even though I say I don't read it on the show, that's all I do when it's over. Peace. Mm-hmm.